You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Again, big shout-out to all our sports byline affiliates around the country. And, of course, with the American Forces Radio Network around the world. It's Friday. It's happy hour. We're going into a hot holiday weekend. And I am pleased to say that I got my man Chris Bavona with me on the ones and twos. Keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. I know Chris is doing good. We're cruising into a holiday weekend. We got a lot of good stuff for you this hour. If you want to holler at me, you can at 844-843-6879. So many ways to interact with us this hour. You could also go on Twitter. Get at us on that FNTSY radio Twitter handle. You could also follow me, Dane Martinez, at Spittin' Speeds. We got some polls up there that we want to talk about tonight. First of all. I don't know if you stayed up for it. Speeds actually did. I was watching all of it, yo, because I was watching like, oh, Adam Conley's coming in. Mets and Marlins went 16 innings last night, okay? And then Adam Conley, who was supposed to be tonight's starter, comes in on his first batter, gives up the game-winning home run to Travis Darno. They went 16 innings. So I ask you, what do you think? Should Major League Baseball do anything to kind of protect against extreme extra inning games like the Mets Marlins last night that went 16 innings? We talk about player safety. We talk about entertainment value. So we got that poll up there right now. Should they try the WBC rules? Should they allow ties? Should they allow ties? Or just, you know, it's all good. Let it go. I also, they released a list of players that are going to be at the draft, at the NFL draft in a couple of weeks. You know, NFL 12 months a year here on the Fantasy Freestyle. But if you were, to say, the agent of a guy that was maybe going to go in the mid-round, maybe the end of the first round, maybe just stay in the green room all night long, would you advise your client to go? You know, is it a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that you really need to get in there? Or can you not risk that fall and that PR nightmare that it could be? So you could vote on that. When we get back. I'm going to give you speed starting lineup. We're going to enter the cypher. i got so many things to talk to you guys about. Come on back. It'll be a great time. Fantasy Freestyle. Come on right back after this break, all right? Aha! You know what it is. This is your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. Speeds, the spitting statistician. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle on Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, across the country on our sports byline affiliates. Big shout out to them and the American Forces Radio Network making this a global show. Chris Bavona, man, I miss you, Chris. I'm telling you, man, we are now a global show. The American Forces Radio Network putting us in, you know, hundreds of countries on bases around the world and in those markets. How does it feel to know that uh, your voice is going out across the deep, dark night all over the place. I think we just got a shout-out to all the, all the good people that are keeping us safe so that we can be here. 
Absolutely. That's, Absolutely. Those are the Especially guys that we big shout out to everybody on the American Forces Radio Network. Um, let's get into it real quick. And if you want to holler at me this this hour, you absolutely can at 844-843-6879. Remember, we got some polls up on the FNTSY radio Twitter handle. Follow me at Spittin' Speed. You can vote there. Ask me questions. We'll take them during the show. Definitely. News and notes here from Major League Baseball. Josh Donaldson left the game last night, aggravated that calf injury. Remember, he missed some time in spring training with that calf injury. I'm telling you, I don't know if you listened to this King Scott Engel earlier in the day. He told me that uh, he thinks something's wrong with him physically. He, you know, you know, he has sources. The King that uh, you may want to start fading Josh Donaldson for this season. John Gray also left his start early last night. He was one of my starting pitchers. I gave you last night in DFS. He left. He left after four innings. He's got a big toe injury. He's having an X-ray on it today. Sonny Gray. Is also, it looks like he's going to throw a three-inning simulated game on Monday. If that goes well, he may go on a rehab stint next. He could be coming back, you know, at the beginning of next month. Now, let's take a look at what I was telling you. Remember, I call my shots here on the Fantasy Freestyle, and I told you that there might have been a way to beat Madison Bumgarner last night. Uh, I gave you two guys. One was John Gray who did not do well. You remember I told you he left the game with that toe injury. The other guy I gave you, I thought this guy was going to bounce back. Francisco Liriano against Baltimore. I said that I liked Liriano at 7,800. I said that that was the lowest you were going to get him because of that horrendous first outing he had. He was able to lower his ERA from 135 all the way down to nine. He's still got a lot of work to do, but he had a nice little outing, six and two-thirds inning. He gave up two earned runs, but ten strikeouts, and that's what you're going to get. The strikeout totals, I think, are going to be there all season long because of two things, because of his slider, which seems to be working, and because he has Russell Martin behind the dish there for him, just like he did in Pittsburgh. Now, let's keep it moving, though, today. Today is ace day. I tweeted it a little bit earlier on. You got a lot of aces to choose from. I say, remember, I've been telling you, and I heard my man Tony Sincata lead DFS lineup lock last hour, and you need to check out Tony Sincata, Benny Riccardi on that DFS lineup lock show. They give you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. He told you, just like I tell you every day here on the Fantasy Freestyle, that the way to win in DFS is to pay up for pitching. Okay, so with that in mind, I like Thor. I like Noah Syndergaard tonight. 11,200 on FanDuel at Miami. Let me tell you something. He's been fine ever since he had that blister in the first start. And remember, these Marlins hitters, they were up late last night. They played 16 innings. And they had the letdown of losing that 16-inning game. Noah Syndergaard was home in his bed probably by the 12th inning. Okay, so he's chilling. He's ready to go. I also think it's interesting... You may have thought, oh, Travis Darno caught all 16 innings yesterday. They're going to have to go to the backup. Well, TJ Rivera is his personal catcher pretty much anyway. So I think that's good. I like Noah Syndergaard tonight. I also like Danny Duffy at 9,100. The problem with it being ace day is you have a lot of games where aces are going up against each other. That is not the case for Duffy in Kansas City against the Angels. So I like Duffy maybe at, at 9,100. I also like Julio Terran tonight, 8,500 against... The San Diego Padres. Um, in that 10 o'clock game out there on the West Coast in Oakland, I also like Dallas Keuchel against the Kendall Graveman. I like it as a game. I'm not necessarily saying that that's who we need to uh, start in DFS, but I like that game because I think that's going to tell us a little bit about both of those pitchers. Dallas Keuchel's at 8,900. He looks like he may have reclaimed some of the form he had two years ago when he won the Cy Young, when he won 20 games, when he had a sick ERA. But... His first two starts were at home. 
this is his first road start of the year. And so I'm looking at that. I want to see how he does. Granted, it's in Oakland. And if you remember, we've been talking about ballpark factor all season long so far in Oakland with a ton of foul territory, ton of area. It's, you know, it's a road start, but it's a still nice park factor for him. The guy on the other side facing him tonight is Kendall Graveman. And you can get him at uh, 7,600 on FanDuel tonight. He's had two starts, two quality starts, two wins. I, I have him on my season-long team at the very back end. It's a pleasant surprise he's been so far. You know, this is kind of like milk it for all you can. Juice the orange, if you will. But uh, I want to see what he does against what I consider a much better offense in the Houston Astros, you know, from top to bottom. A much better offense. So I want to see if Graveman can hold up again and if this is really a trend that you need to look for. And I want to see what Keiko does on the road. So that's what's going on, you know. Uh, in Miami, they moved up Edison Volquez. I told you about that. Benny Riccardi had a great point with the dynamic pricing on some of these DFS spots, slight sites. They put up the Mets offense as though they were facing lefty Adam Conley originally. Now they're facing righty Edison Volquez. So you may get a discount on some lefties. Guys like Jay Bruce, guys like Michael Conforto. We shall see. Um, I'm also, I got to tell you something. I'm fading my Pirates starters uh, in Wrigley all season long. Remember we talked about that ballpark factor, right? So tonight, I was going to fade Garrett Cole, but he did put out a good a good little game. But when it comes to Glasnow, when it comes to Tyone later on this week in Wrigley, I am fading them against the world champion Cubs. But on Saturday, here's what I do like. I like Erwin Santana. I like Erwin Santana. This may be real for the Minnesota Twins. They are playing very well. Santana's 2-0 already with a minuscule .69 ERA. I think he might have an interesting matchup. I'd be interested to see what his price is tomorrow. Chris Sale gets a home start against the Rays. The Rays are winless on the road. Chris Sale has looked good. You know the K upside is there. 1.23 ERA so far. I like Jacob deGrom at Miami. Again, come on. 1.50 ERA. You gotta love deGrom in pretty much every matchup. And here's an interesting thing. He's facing right now the dreaded TBD. The Marlins do not know because remember, they moved up Volquez. I think this is going to impact them all weekend. Okay, They moved up Volquez to tonight, and so it's TBD for tomorrow. So it's going to be some kind of call-up or somebody you know who's not used to being in the rotation. I think that positions the Mets well to get that win on Saturday. So all the more reason to like Jacob deGrom. I also like James Paxton against the Rangers. On Saturday, yo, Paxton has been scoreless. He has been a hyped fantasy darling for years. This may be the year. I remember I was high on him earlier on. That was Speeds the Spitting Statistician calling his shot back when it was shot callers. Now it's the Fantasy Freestyle. We do it Monday through Friday here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So many ways to hear us. You know what you could also do? Download that Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. This way, whether it's me, whether it's Fantasy Best Friends Forever, whether it's Joe Pisapia and the Black Book, you know, whether it's the King Scott Angle, Greg Sussman, Mike Florio, Frank Stamfel, you can hear everybody giving you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. Then, on Sunday, it's a holiday, you know, Happy Easter to those who are practicing. I like Charlie Morton, again, in that ballpark in Oakland. That's another guy I've been high on all season long. I like Michael Pineda on Sunday night against the Cardinals. Let me tell you something. These kind of intramural games, you may be able to, a guy like Pineda may be able to get a little bit of an advantage. Because, uh, you know, the other league hasn't really seen him. You know what I mean? And uh, Adam Rainwright, his opponent on Sunday, he looks pretty much shot. I think it's also, remember, the dreaded TBD going for Cincinnati on Sunday, going for the Dodgers on Sunday. That may mean bumps to the win potential for Willie Peralta and Taiwan Walker on those games. And then last note I do want to give you. Um, 
Monday. Monday. Before I talk to you guys again on the Fantasy Freestyle, Monday, by the way, I don't know if you knew this, Chris Pavona. Monday, though, is Speeds the Spittin' Statistician's birthday. But on Monday, what I want to tell you about, it's that Patriots Day game, okay, where they run the Boston Marathon and they have that Patriots. What that means in season-long people, weekly moves, guys, all this stuff, lineups are going to lock on Monday at 11 a.m., okay? So you need to know that, all right? Make sure you uh, check it out. On Sunday, have who you want in your lineups because they lock a little bit early. Okay, um, I was talking to you about Charlie Morton. Also, we've seen a uptick in his fastball velocity. We've seen that with guys like um, Jimmy Nelson, Mike Fires. We've seen that with a few guys. Mikey Florio, my boy, pointed that out on Twitter. You know, the thing is, they're actually measuring miles per hour differently this year. Okay, they're measuring it from the speed of out of the pitcher's hand instead of when it crosses the plate with the stat cast, the new stats. It's very interesting. It reminds me of a Netflix, uh, a Netflix thing, uh, documentary called Fastball. We're going to get into that a little bit next week as well. Uh, the way they measure the fastball, I find it interesting. But when we come back, we're going to get back into the cipher. I'm going to talk, tell you why the city of St. Louis is suing the NFL. All that and more when we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Everyone says you can get far with a good first impression. But if you want to make a great first impression with your fantasy lineups, then you need to listen to Fantasy First Look. You get top-notch fantasy advice from the fantasy Jesus, Joe Galina, Mike Florio, and me, Frank Stample. Together, our expertise will have all your league mates jealous of your teams by first look. Listen to Fantasy First Look Mondays from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Download the FNTSY radio app on iTunes and Google Play. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician. And you're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Want to cap you up on some early action. The Marlins take a one nothing lead on the Mets and Noah Syndergaard. He was a guy I gave out earlier on just now. Uh, in, the, in the first inning, the Yankees and the Cardinals both have scored two runs. Cardinals got two in the top of the first. Starling Castro has just hit a two-run bomb to tie it up at two in the Bronx. And uh, in extra innings, the Nationals have just beaten the Phillies 3-2. to two. That is a final in 10 innings. Remember, I told you we got some NHL playoff action going on. Middle of the first period, the Pittsburgh Penguins have scored on the Blue Jackets. They have a one nothing lead. The Montreal Canadiens have scored on the New York Rangers. Looking to even that series at one game apiece. They have a one nothing lead midway through the first period in that one. Let's keep it moving and enter Speed Cypher here on the Fantasy Freestyle. NFL News and Notes on want to get into with you. Sheldon Richardson looks like he might fetch a third or a fourth round pick. Ian Rappaport reporting that a lot of tight teams now are going to be throwing out smoke signals. We're going to hear a lot of potential deals, potential moves as we lead up into the draft. Speaking of the draft, Miles Garrett, Mitchell Trebrinsky, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Kaiser, they are all attending the NFL draft. Going to be in the green room there when it pops off in a few weeks in late April. Um, you know, which reminds me, we went, we got a poll question up. We got a poll question up that asks you if you were an agent, you know, and you had a guy that was maybe supposed to be projected mid-late first round, would you advise him to go to the green room and be there and attend it or risk and you know risk maybe the PR nightmare of, say, like your, your, 
your client falling and being sitting there. You know, I'm reminded of Aaron Rodgers a, few, a long time ago and others who have sat there in the green room. 71% of you say, it don't matter. I'm, I'm, I'm saying go there. 71% say it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. 29% of you say you don't want to really risk what may react to the fall if that were to be the case. Teams are saying that... Um, you know, the NFL Network is also reporting that teams may wait on Adrian Peterson until after the draft. Okay, he has visited New England, Seattle, New Orleans, has not got a deal. We've heard that Tampa Bay does not consider them in his plans. I also thought Oakland could have been an interesting spot, but it does seem like Marshawn Lynch to the Raiders is a done deal. It looks like they are just working out the kinks, both in terms of what kind of contract he would sign with Oakland and also whatever kind of compensation would happen back to Seattle. But that looks like it's going to happen by the time I'm here on Monday. I'm calling my shot right now. Speed the spitting statistician. I believe Marshawn Lynch will be a member of the Oakland Raiders. And then um, news regarding uh, Aaron the Murderer Hernandez. He's actually found not guilty of uh, murder in another case. He is considering to serve his lifetime sentence for the murder of Odin Lloyd. Um, let's keep it moving, though. I, I had that poll question also about the Mets-Marlins extra inning game and if anybody should do anything to, um, you know, shorten those or prevent against something that goes 16, 18, 20 innings long. You know, at some point, you know, you know, here on Fantasy Freestyle, we talk about player safety and sleep science. At some point, it's really detrimental. It's got to be to go until, you know, 3, 4 a.m., right? Even Joe Torre, who's in the league office, says, and I quote, It's not fun when you go through your whole pitching staff and wind up bringing a utility infielder into pitch. You know, I say, what's so bad about having the ties? What's so bad about having ties at a certain point? You know, they do it in soccer. They do it in hockey. Uh, of course, you wouldn't do this in the playoffs. But, I mean, what's so bad about having ties? After, and I wouldn't do it right after 9. I would play some extra innings. Okay? Um, I think maybe after 15 innings. Maybe after 15 innings. Like, check this out. It, it wouldn't have that big of an effect. Last year, there were 185 extra inning games out of over 2,400 play. Just 7%. Of those extra inning games, two-thirds of those... Ended in either 10 or 11 innings. Okay? Only only 4% of the extra inning games went 15 innings or longer. That's something like one-third of 1%. Okay? It was eight games out of a total of 2,428. A third of 1%. There would be eight ties by what I'm saying in the entire in the entire uh, Major League Baseball season. I really don't think that is that big of a deal. I think ties are okay. I think it's important to protect the players. You know Speeds, the spitting statistician, loves player safety. We've been talking about it all, you know, ever since the summertime. And at first, I was talking about it with concussions and Toradol and all this sort of stuff and the travel and the Thursday night football. In baseball, there are, you know, there are opportunities to have the same conversation. And that reminds me, a little bit later on, I'm going to give you a little snippet. I told you we're going to have uh, licensed certified athletic trainer Thomas Lowe back on the show next week. I had a chance to interview him. And uh, really interesting. We're getting into the blood spinning. We're getting into this rash of hamstring injuries. We're going to play a little bit, a small clip of it a little bit later on in the show. I think you guys are going to really like it. What I want to do is keep it moving, though, here, right here in Speed Cypher on the Fantasy Freestyle. Yo, and Chris... I don't know if you heard, but I was talking about it earlier in the week. You know um, that this Bruchia Dortmund team had a bomb explode on their by their bus during the Champions League um, earlier this week, and I thought it was horrible. And and listen, you know, I spoke on it a little bit earlier in the week, but there's more chaos in European soccer again yesterday in the Europa, which is kind of like you know not the Champions League, but like the next tier of teams in Europa. They're in like the quarterfinals as well. Fans from Lyon who is a uh, French team. They were playing against uh, Besiktas. 
Lion fans had to run onto the field to take cover because other fans were throwing fireworks and projectiles and flares at them. You know, this soccer hooliganism, I think, has on some level desensitized violence so much that something like the Borussia Dortmund thing is not really getting its full weight. I have been saying, and I know, I know all our service men and women that defend us every day on the American Forces Radio Network, you know, kind of maybe agree with me when I talked about it before. Like, if, if this, if this, if we are so desensitized to this, and, 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 and sport becomes an opportunity, in fact, for terrorism. I think we are in a bad state because then, you know, that is, in fact, really changing our way of life. And I'll tell you something. I really think that England, uh, not England, excuse me, Europe on a whole, really needs to start to implement tougher regulations and a lot more stricter policies around, you know, this kind of soccer hooliganism that's out there. I'm going to tell you something. About 10 years ago at this point, I went to a, um, a La Liga game. Chris and I went to Sevilla versus Barcelona and let me tell you something I'm a big Yankees fan I've been to Yankees Red Sox I've seen big time matchups you know in football Jets Dolphins Jets Patriots you know some real intense rivalries okay there was nothing like me being at a, a, a European soccer match, a Spanish soccer match with Barcelona. It was crazy. I saw people shooting flare guns at people in the stands. I saw it was crazy what was going on in that game. And so I'm telling you here, Speed Spitting Statistician, on the Fantasy Freestyle, I really think we really need to take a look at this because, you know, I fear that like a lot of other things, we're getting desensitized to these kind of acts of violence around this sport. And I don't think that's a good look for anybody. Uh, Chrissy B., I haven't heard from you yet. You know, you're only here on Fridays, that sort of thing. What do you think about this? Are you a soccer fan? Yeah, I am a soccer fan. Not like a not a big soccer fan. I think my soccer really sticks to like FIFA, on right. PlayStation, and Xbox. Um, you know, talking about these things, like I always think of uh, movies like uh, the one with Elijah Wood called uh, Green Street, or right. it's also I think the full name is Green Street Hooligans. Um, you know, hooliganism has been around. I think since probably what the the fifties. Oh yeah, where, much earlier. Where we've yeah we've seen the, the seventeen eighteen hundreds. There's exactly. a great book yeah. out there, how soccer explains the world, uh, that I could plug real quick. But um, yeah, man, it's it's a big problem. It's scary it's though problem. because a lot of these teams, and especially uh, around the world, not necessarily even in Europe, soccer gets very very political. Oh yeah, and that's where I want to say. Like, I always say, like uh, to me, sports. I think it should. I think it brings unity. I think it brings peace. Right, and it should do that. That's what I'm saying. So when acts of like, in essence, sport terrorism, I, I really want to bring that. Uh, so that's why we're talking about it here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Yo, check this out, Chris. Also. St. Louis is suing the NFL and the St. Louis, now Los Angeles Rams, over the relocation that happened at this point, you know, two years ago, okay? And, you know, there's a lot of news talking about the Raiders moved to Vegas, but I found this very, very interesting. The city is alleging that the league violated their own relocation rules. You may have heard about this earlier in the week, but I looked into it a little bit more, Chris, and I'm going to tell you something. I think the municipality, the city of St. Louis, they have a little case here. They They are claiming a few things. First of all, that they spent money you know, developing plans for a new stadium in St. Louis. And they're saying that the Rams and the NFL never were really negotiating in good faith, that they knew they were always going to try and move to Los Angeles and that they wound up expending, that the city wound up spending money trying to develop all these plans and develop all this stuff when they knew that there was really zero chance that they were going to be able to keep the Rams. They also have as evidence, as I, as I saw, um, they have, say, like the team execs lying over the potential of this Inglewood site. Remember, owner Stan Kroenke bought like the site which they're now going to build the stadium on a few years ago. 
And they're saying they have evidence of, you know, the Rams trying to dissuade city officials, saying, like, nah, it's really not good for a stadium. No, it won't work out. You know, no, it's nothing, no big deal. Which then added to the case of how they try to go forward with their St. Louis stadium plans, you know? And I think that's very interesting. They're also alleging that in kind of other stadium and ticket, like taxes and collection fees, they're alleging in total over $100 million in this lawsuit. There's a consolidated lawsuit from fans in this as well as part of a kind of a class action around their personal seat licenses. You know, you pay to have that personal seat license, another, you know, another sum, and then it's gone. And, you know, because there's no team there. So that value of that seat license drops precipitously, which I think is a legitimate point. And also, check this out. The county around St. Louis, uh, they are suing. The Rams also because of the practice facility. The practice facility that the Rams built, there was like a little deal with the county that the Rams would have, be able to have this, you know, this facility for only for a lease of only a dollar a year. And that's a nice, sweet little deal, right? But now the Rams aren't there, so they, you know, so the county doesn't think that they should get this sweetheart deal uh, and only have to pay one dollar a lease uh, a year there as a lease. Not to mention all the jobs, you know. Listen, I know a couple of people that worked as like ushers, say at Madison Square Garden when I was growing up. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of jobs there from the concession stands to the parking attendants to the security guards. You know, and we, we talked about the Raiders moving to Vegas. I told you how they were stiffing the, the Coliseum for like $800,000, you know, in their parking bill just for the parking uh, municipality. So I think these all bear watching. You know, it's all cool. It's all nice and fun. Oh, Raiders to Vegas. Oh, teams in L.A. Oh, the Chargers are moving. I wonder what else is behind there. I wonder what red tape. I wonder what unanswered questions are still there in all those moves because – um you know, I think there should be a little bit greater loyalty. But check this out. When we come back, here's what's going to happen. We're going to put the fun in functional sports radio. We're going to check in on some polls. Remember, if you want to holler at me, 844-843-6879. I got my boy Chris Bavona with me. I'm going to chime in on some of the topics from this weekend. Come on back. Fantasy Freestyle. You heard. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. You're listening live to Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And, of course, big shout-out to all of our uh, sports byline affiliates around the country and, of course, the American Forces Radio Network around the world. Yo, check this out, Chris. Yo, I told you before it feels so good to be, uh, you know, broadcast around the world. I want to give a big shout-out. We talked about the St. Louis. They lost the Rams. But out there in the state of Missouri, I want to give a big shout-out to 1380A in St. Louis, KSLG, that are listening to the Fantasy Freestyle right now. Out there also in Missouri, in Troy on 1280 AM, in Kirksville on 1450 AM, KIRX. Out there in Kansas City, Missouri on 810 AM. Out there in Clinton on KDKD, 1280 AM. And of course, out there in Liberty at KCXL, 1140 AM. We are holding you down. Big shout out to all of our affiliates now listening to Fantasy Freestyle. That's it. Chris Pavona dropping a bomb on it on Fridays as we go into happy hour. I'm telling you, I'm real excited too, Chris. It's a, it's a holiday weekend for me. It's a it's my birthday weekend. It's big things, man. I'm real excited. How you feel? Feeling good? You know what? I was feeling kind of rough. Had a couple of rough, rough couple of days. I come on this show, and, and now all of you a sudden, feel good, I'm baby. feeling amazing. That's what it is, yo. We so hot that we sweat steam. Check it out. As you know, if, and if you're feeling good now, wait until we finish putting the fun and functional sports radio, man. I got to tell you something. We've had a lot of good stories, Chris, that I want to bounce off you so far. First, I got to let people know. I got to let people know. Check this out. Have you heard, Chris, that Eli Manning may be part of a memorabilia scheme? 
Oh, I did. And okay, this crazy. is absolutely crazy, okay? And this is like, you know, John Podesta and, and WikiLeaks hacking the emails, man. We have Eli's emails. That's how we're getting to the bottom of this. And it seems like Eli Manning is trying to pass off game, like, helmets as game-used helmets. Uh, just to jack up the memorabilia price, I guess, so he can maybe even keep the real ones. I, I have so many questions about this, bro. First of all, Eli Manning is on the third year of a four-year, $84 million contract extension. Why the hell does he need to worry about memorabilia scheming? He's got that cash already. He doesn't need this. What, what is he doing? What is he, what is he doing? I do not get it, yo. And here's the other thing. You know, remember they, they found that it was an email scam. You know, like they, they, they found they hacked his email or they found his emails. That's how they did it. Eli Manning, leave it to Eli Manning. He uses an AOL email account still. Chris, do you still use an AOL email account? I don't think I've had an AOL email account since 2002. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. But yo, Eli Manning, yo, OG, such an OG on this one. And here's the other thing. Both of this, you know, like Eli Manning, he's talking to the equipment guys on this, right? Remember how Tom Brady like destroyed his phone and that's why we couldn't find out about like what was going on with him in Deflategate. So I wonder if there's any punishment coming for Eli about this. It doesn't upset competitive balance, but man, you know, Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, communicating with equipment guys. I can see this becoming a larger scandal. I'm going to tell you right right now. So uh watch it. Remember last year also uh the Giants got I think it was like docked or fined. Remember they were using walkie-talkies when they shouldn't have been. Watch out for the Giants, man. You always think they're a stand-up franchise, but uh you know, I mean, some interesting things going on. There's interesting things going on. All right. Check this out. Also want to tell you uh, as we put the fun and functional sports radio here on the Fantasy Freestyle and the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I don't know if you heard, but Dean Blandino was the head of officiating in the NFL. He uh, stepped down today. He's leaving. And I think this is interesting. He just got the power. They mentioned that they were going to centralize all replay, and that is now not the case. You know, like Dean Blandino stepping down right after he got that power. That's crazy. He's going to join some network in some undisclosed capacity. He's been in the league office since 1999. But I think, you know, okay, yeah, now he's going into TV. Remember that Pro Bowl skills competition, that challenge that I was talking about with the dodgeball and all that stuff? They had Dean Blandino there. And, uh, you know, they, he was part of the shtick when there was some little controversy on the relay race or whatever. Maybe he liked being in front of the camera, and now he's going to TV. I'm going to tell you, coaches and players, they like it. They go to TV. Coaches go to TV. We hear Tony Romo's going to TV. Yo, why not refs? You know, Mike Pereira does it on Fox. I'm going to tell you. But here's, here's what this means, though, and I want your thoughts on this, Chris. Who's going to be the next director of officiating? I officially am throwing my hat in the ring. I think I'm going to officially throw my hat in the ring. I want to be the new head of officiating here in New York. We're real close by. Wouldn't that be cool? Yo, we get to, you know. But how would you be able to do the show? No, nah, it's only on Sundays, bro. On oh, Sundays. Oh, that's right, right. It's on okay. Sundays. Thursday night football. I can get there in time. No problem. Monday night after this show here on Fantasy Freestyle, 7 to 8 p.m. It's yeah, all quick, good, man. man. It's all good. Check this out. And here's, here's my pitch. I'm a Jets fan, okay? So I, I know they're going to suck this year. I'm not like, there's no competitive balance issue here. I'm not worried about that. I'm not going to be cheating for the Jets to win games or anything. I think, who do you think on the network, Chris, out of all our hosts, you know, we got Angle, we got Sussman, we got, we got the fantasy executive, we got the fantasy Jesus. We got so many people. Who do you think would make for a good director of officiating? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I'm, I'm going to throw my hat bes- Besides you, right? Because I'll sure, go sure, sure. No, I understand. Okay. I understand. Listen, Speed's a spitting statistician Ooh. always gives you what you need to win that league and win that cash. But I understand. You know, you can't be playing favorites and bias. You are on the show right now. Um, 
Okay, for some reason, I feel like Jake Seeley would be a pretty good okay. o- official. Yeah, my man is the number one ranker in fantasy baseball, right? So, I mean, I, yeah, I, he's I very feel that. practical. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. I understand. Yo, check this out, Chris. Um, remember in, the, in football season, we had uh, trainer Thomas Lowe on. Well, we're going to have him on again next week. I did an interview with him asking him about all sorts of stuff as it related to the start of the baseball season. But I want to give you a little bit. You know, we had a little bit of fun with him as well, okay? There are all sorts of new crazy things happening, and Thomas Lowe told us a little bit. I want to play a little sneak peek of uh, a little piece of that interview. Chris, you got that for me? Check this out. You know the crown on a rooster? Wait a second, wait a second. So what they're actually looking for is uh, an enzyme that's in the blood that is... From the crown of a rooster? Yeah, I don't know exactly what it is. This is kind of cutting-edge stuff that I'm just now hearing about. So, yeah, they're extracting the substance out of that. So they're trying all kinds of different uh, substances to inject into joints. Uh, you, uh, you didn't mention it when you when you dropped me the line, but they're actually doing these biolubricants, too, that they're injecting in, like uh, three months, six months. You hear that, man? They are using uh, the, the, the materials from the crown of a rooster. Now, yo, they're doing everything possible to give athletes, you know, the edges that they need. I remember a few years ago there was even something about deer antler spray and stuff like that. They're doing absolutely everything they possibly can. We go into it uh, next week with Thomas Lowe on the idea of platelet-rich blood spinning on, um, you know, all sorts of other things that athletes are doing right now to get that competitive edge what do you think chris the crown of a rooster i guess it could have been other parts of the rooster that we shouldn't talk about i guess that's true but you know what chris without knowing you made a seamless transition right there you made a seamless transition right there as austin romine goes yard for the new york yankees and they take a three to two lead against the st louis cardinals at yankee stadium you haven't been with me this week one of the stories we've been talking about You know how I'm up on the sleep habits and, uh, you know, all the sports science. Well, the San Francisco Giants, Chris, they are monitoring and measuring the density of their players' urine. How do you feel about that? I really should be getting, uh, what's that Snoop Dogg song? Gin and Gin juice. And juice. Ah, fair enough. Fair enough. That's a good. That's a good. That is a good Let response, me go work on my that. friend. Because yo, check this out. They are they are saying that it is an accurate measure. Of the athlete's uh, hydration and thus if they're ready for peak performance. And there's all sorts of science to back this up. Okay, it is the new hot thing. Measuring the density of someone's urine. The Giants, the San Francisco Giants, get ready for this, Chris, have made a trophy that goes around with the winner every road trip. It is a golden urinal. And they are calling it their, you ready for this, MVP trophy r r r r r okay so they are clearly doing this and then early later on in the week i told uh, donnie burns the university of texas football team is also monitoring their athletes urine bro they're trying to see um you know what color it is and they are equating it to being a good or a bad teammate because uh you want to be at optimum performance so i asked dr thomas lowe about this. I asked Dr. Thomas Lowe about this. As my man Chris Bavona plays the smooth jazz stylings of the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, we heard about this, and I don't know, what do you think about this, Chris? you think this has valid merit? Do you think this has, uh, you know, this is good science? 
Okay. Clearly. That's how I. That's how I. That's feel. how you feel about it. Yep. Right. I'm not sure. I mean, I, it does make sense. I, I do understand why you would do that. I still think that there's better ways that you could do it. All right, all right. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you. So we got all sorts of stuff coming up next week. I got Dr. Thomas Lowe, excuse me, certified athletic trainer. Thomas Lowe, he's going to talk about, you know, the hamstring injuries, the blood spinning, the uh, the roosters, things of that nature. Also, we're going to talk a little bit more. Uh, we had that sleep science, my man, Tom Gross on. We're going to talk a little bit more about something that is changing the NBA and helping NBA players get sleep. I think that is very interesting as well. So we got a lot of good stuff to talk about. And, of course, we're going to get into a lot of stuff about the uh, NFL draft, which is coming your way. Uh, check this out. Last thing I want to tell you guys as we get into the uh, holiday happy weekend. Um, Chris, are you familiar with the uh, rapper Two Chains? Of course I am. Okay. Not one chain, but two chains. Two chains. Two chains. Two chains. I think he went a little bit crazy on his Instagram this week somehow somehow two trains was inside the operating room when a procedure was happening and he streamed a procedure live on his instagram feed you want to take one guess as to what kind of procedure he streamed on his instagram feed chris like a doctor procedure yeah it was a medical procedure he was inside the room somehow he doesn't even he says don't ask me guys i don't know at the beginning of this video guess what kind of procedure somehow two chains was inside on um legitimate medical procedure i think streamed it on instagram uh i'm i don't know why i'm going with either he was in a uh specific health clinic or getting a prostate exam you're you're around the right area of the body. No, no, no. He was there live streaming a Brazilian butt lift, my friend. What? A Brazilian butt lift. This is apparently a procedure that people can get to make them look a little bit tighter, a little bit firmer in the back. And he was streaming this live. I guess a woman was getting this procedure done, a Brazilian butt lift. And he's talking about it, as uh, you may know, the kids call it the cake these days. And he was doing what he called, literally on this Instagram, uh, trap math. Saying that if one booty costs a thousand and I got four bands, how many butts can I buy? And I think this is an interesting question because I don't know if you know, but high school students took their SATs last week, Chris. So I think this is legitimate and this is stuff making it relevant to them on Instagram talking about that cake. I, I think 2 Chains is an educator for the people. How do you feel? You're not with um, me. You're not with me. I can tell. Two chains as an educator of the people of America. He does math every single time. It's not one chain. It's two chains. <laughs> Come on, man. He's so numerical. What are you talking about? Well, I you guess don't think should, so? Should we get Betsy DeVos on the uh, phone? Yo, Betsy DeVos just needs the guns to uh, you know take care of the polar bears or the bears that may attack. But I digress. I digress. Yo, check it out. Um, in the NHL playoffs... We have hit the end of the first period. The Montreal Canadiens up 2-1 on the New York Rangers after one. And in Pittsburgh, the Penguins are up on the Columbus Blue Jackets one to nothing. My man Chris Bavona corrected me before. You know, uh, ever since a few years ago, there are no ties anymore in the NHL either. I guess still in soccer is the only place they got those ties. You know, they go to the shootout victory. I always, you know, when I was reading like the standings and the box scores and stuff like that, and you see SOL, you know, and I think it's like blank out of luck, but instead it's shootout out loss right 
That's that crazy. That is correct. All right, all right. So check this out. When we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to tie a nice little bow on it. We're going into a holiday weekend. Speed is going into a birthday weekend. We're going to go around the league. We're going to check our scores. We're going to also check in on those last polls. You know, we're going to have a little bit more fun on our sports byline affiliates and on the American Forces Radio Network. This is your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spitting Statistician. You're listening to the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician, with my man Chris Pavona with me on the ones and twos, helping me blow up like a Samsung 7. You're listening to the Fantasy Freestyle live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. But check it out. If not, as you know, as we cruise into the weekend, you can get it afterwards anywhere you subscribe to your podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Audioboom, Stitcher, Google Play. Do whatever you can, and then also, do me a favor. Write a review. Write a review if you subscribe. This way to help us move off those charts. Big shout out to our sports byline affiliates. And of course, the American Forces Radio Network, which makes Fantasy Freestyle truly a global show. Quick whip around of the uh, baseball scores here as we cruise into the weekend. Yankees up 3-2 on the Cardinals at Yankee Stadium. The Toronto Blue Jays up 2-1 on the Baltimore Orioles right now after 3. The Rays up on the Red Sox. Two to nothing in the top of the third. Tigers up on the Indians in Cleveland halfway through uh, the third inning. One to nothing. The Reds are up on the Milwaukee Brewers. Two nothing. That game is in the top of the third. And the Marlins have a one nothing lead in the top of the third against the New York Mets after their 16 inning affair last night. Also, just getting started in the top of the first. San Diego Padres and the Atlanta Braves are scoreless. We had two poll questions up there so far on the Twitter that I wanted to tell you about. Remember, the first one was. If you were a client, or if you had a client, you know, it was going to be projected maybe in the mid to the late first round, would you let them go to the green room, risking maybe that fall, missing them just sitting there twiddling their thumbs? Lonely, lonely state of affairs. Remember Aaron Rodgers a long time ago and others that have, you know, had the cameras on them? Well, 71% of you think it's all good. That's a once in a lifetime moment. Thanks to everybody for voting right there on that F at FNTSY radio Twitter handle. Also at Spittin' Speeds if you want to follow me, the Spittin' Statistician. The other question I had was uh, should, you know, Major League Baseball think about doing something against long extra inning games. Well, 86% of you say, nah, it is all good. Let it go. It's a novelty. 9% of you say ties are okay, maybe at some point after 15 innings, like Speed says. And only 5% of you want to try those WBC rules where we had men on first and second with nobody out after the 11th inning. I do want to give a shout out to uh, Isaac on Twitter who responded that uh, he voted in the poll and then said, as long as they start serving beer again, it is all good. I think that is the way to go. And what a way to uh, head into the weekend, a holiday weekend, a birthday weekend. As long as they serve in beer, we are right. So from my man Chris Bavona, I'm your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Spittin' Speeds, Spittin' Statistician. We're going to uh, get on out of here. This has been the Fantasy Freestyle, another great addition. Come on back next weekend, all right? Fantasy Freestyle, Fantasy Sports Radio Network.